Yesterday, BC's Solicitor General said he needed more information before he decided on whether the RCM, whether he would choose the RCMP or the Surrey Police Service uh, in regards to who will provide law enforcement in Surrey. Uh, many people were expecting a decision from Mike Farnworth, but uh, he says, uh, look, he needs more information, certainly a lot of information pro- provided by the City of Surrey, but also lots of information provided by uh, the Surrey Police Service. In some ways, you could say it's dueling information, lots of facts and figures. Uh, when uh, Minister Farnworth was asked in regards to how long um, it would take before he actually comes down with the decision, take a listen. Well, I would uh, like to see it done as expeditiously as possibly as possible, but also it needs to be thorough. Uh, my ministry will be cooperating with all the parties involved to ensure that that takes place. What we need is to have a decision or to have the information uh, that ensures that we have safe, effective, adequate policing, not only in Surrey, but the region and the province. And as I said, I want that work to be done expeditiously, but thoroughly. And uh, I have every confidence in the staff in my ministry who have worked extremely hard on this and will be cooperating uh, with, the, uh, with the, uh, the parties, both in terms of Surrey and the RCMP. So the minister will be speaking to the city of Surrey, getting more information, Surrey Police Service as well. Uh, in many cases, all of this, uh, uh, this jurisdiction itself, comes under the Police Act. Uh, and we will, be, we will be speaking to Ravi Hira. Uh, he is a former Crown Prosecutor in regards to the Police Act at 5 o'clock. In regards to what does the law say? But it's not just the law, it's also the politics as well. Now, Brenda Locke yesterday, the mayor of Surrey, says that under the Police Act, that she, uh, she certainly believes it is the decision of Surrey is to go with whether they prefer the RCMP or not, or the Surrey Police Service. The question Mike Farnley should be asking himself is uh, if both entities can provide the uh, adequate policing, then it should be up to the city to decide if they want the RCMP or the Surrey Police Service. Take a listen to her answer. The Police Act is very clear. It does say that it is the role of uh, municipalities of more than 5,000 persons to provide law enforcement in their cities, and that is the role of the municipality. That is what we're doing, and that is the decision that we made. But on the other hand, Minister has his uh, responsibility, and so what I am deriving from the information or the letter that we got from his deputy is that they want to make sure that those numbers are going to be uh, maintained throughout the rest of the province as well. That was uh, Surrey Mayor Brenda Locke on this program uh, yesterday. Well, joining us now is Richard Zussman, Global BC's legislative reporter, who's been following the politics uh, of of this uh, interesting story that hasn't ended. Richard, thank you for joining us. The never-ending saga of policing in Surrey, Josh. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's the days of our lives, of, lives, as I was saying to Chris Kalis not too long ago. It doesn't go away. Your thoughts on all this? I mean, uh, many people thought, look, there's, we've talked enough about this, lots of information that has been provided to the minister and, and to uh, the, the deputy, his deputy and the ministry itself. What is going on behind the scenes? What are you hearing? Yeah, so clearly there was an underestimation here from Public Safety Minister Mike Farnworth, especially when it came to making that initial decision back when Doug McCallum swept to power uh, in Surrey and the decision was made at that point to move to the Surrey Police Service. The province went along with that and now undoing that is becoming a lot more complicated than I think anyone in the public safety office believed. And, and you spoke about the act 
that defines all of this uh, and the requirements the minister has to ensure public safety remains. But the act has never been applied in quite a way as it's happening now. And what we are hearing behind the scenes is there is a tremendous political push from some members of the NDP caucus to stay with the move towards Surrey police. While there are others who are hearing from their constituents that there is a desire to move uh, to the continuation of the RCMP. And complicating all of this, you have Ginny Sims, who ran for mayor under the promise of doing a more thorough assessment about the future of this, and even a consideration at one point of asking the public through a referendum what they think. We are far beyond the capability of doing that, but this is leading to a pretty big headache, Jazz, which could eventually lead to some political challenges for the NDP in Surrey in, in an argument that they largely, and you heard this from Minister Mike Farnworth yesterday, they just want to stay out of this. Yeah. You heard every question I asked Mike Farnworth. His answer was, this is up to Surrey. This is up to Surrey. The problem now is, if it's up to Surrey, then why not just let them stay with the RCMP, which is what the current mayor, Brenda Locke, and council wants to do. This is where there's two edges of that sword, and Farnworth is left clutching this double-fisted, double-sided sword, which doesn't feel very good on the hands. <laughs> well, part, part of it is just the everybody talks about the sunk costs. Uh, some have said $200 million, uh, Others have yeah. said less. There's also, of course, the issue of all these officers that have been uh, yeah. hired. Uh, the severance, what does that look like? I mean, give me a break. They're not all going to join the RCMP, and it's not going to cost any money. Of course it is. And if he does make that decision, if Mike Farmer decides to go with the Surrey Police Service, there is, of course, the other comment that Brenda lock has made that there's a $1,200 per household property tax increase coming if the, the minister decides to go forward with that. $7,700 for um, individual businesses. In fact, that question was posed to Minister Farnworth. He's a minister of the crown and they're already talking about property taxes. And then one of the questions, I don't know if you asked or somebody else asked was, is he willing to face the consequences of property tax increases based on his decision? Take a listen. My responsibility is to ensure that whatever decision Surrey wants to make, that it will ensure that there is safe and adequate and effective policing in the city of Surrey. This is a Surrey decision. The Surrey made the decision to move to a municipal police force. Surrey is making a decision to move back from a, to, to the RCMP. Uh, my role as minister is to ensure that there is a proper uh, and safe plan to do that. And that means ensuring safe and adequate and effective policing, uh, not just in Surrey, but in the region and the province. Uh, how much of this, uh, Richard? I mean, there has to be, I'm, I'm going to guess, political calculation looking at the next provincial election going well if we allow them to or we allow SPS to remain the new force what are the political implications when it comes to the next provincial election that has to be somewhere in the back of the mind of Mike Farnworth in part but they they're in such a tough spot here Jazz because you then if you decide politically that it is better to stay with this move towards the Surrey Police Service. You are sending a message to mayors that it doesn't really matter what they want 
and you are going to do what you want, and that could be highly problematic. You hit on the staffing issue. Some costs are one thing, right? Mm -hmm. And and I think the city of Surrey is willing to try to figure out how to eat some of those sunk costs. The bigger issue is this challenge with staffing. And this is what the minister has gone back to Surrey with, and said, you need to provide more details on this. I spoke to Brenda Locke today for an interview for Focus BC that, that aired on BC One a little bit earlier this afternoon. And one of the things she said is she has guarantees from Brenda Lucky, the commissioner of the RCMP, that the resources that Surrey needs will be there. But the larger issue here is each one of these numbers is a human being making a choice. Like you said, they're not all going to go back to the RCMP that, that were at one point employed by the RCMP. You have Vancouver police in the midst of a hiring spree wanting to hire additional, a hundred additional officers, if not a little bit more, Mm -hmm. you know, they may be in the market here to hire some of these officers that are trying to make this decision. Far North has told Brenda Locke in private conversations and publicly as well, that the the Surrey is not allowed to take RCMP officers from other RCMP detachments in British Columbia. So if they were thinking about borrowing two from Prince George and a few from Williams Lake and convincing these officers to move to Surrey, they're not allowed to do that. So all of this is stacking the deck against staying with the RCMP because finding these staff all these staff members will be impossible in a marketplace that we know is challenging for staff everywhere. Wow. <laughs> so it's it, it, there, there are huge complications here. And I think inevitably we may have a time, Jess, where the Surrey Police Service is taking a bigger, bigger role in the community. And then we shift back towards the RCMP as, as Depot, as Ottawa can start getting more officers Uh, on the ground here. The RCMP needs Surrey. It is a massively important force for them. Mm -hmm. How they make that happen, I just don't know. (laughs) The sands through an hourglass. These are the days of our lives, or at least the policing lives. Welcome back to the show. Our guest is Richard Zussman, Global BC's legislative reporter. And uh, like you, he has been following this story very, very closely. Uh, Richard, I've got to ask you, um, how much of this blame, all of this, sits at the feet of uh, Doug McCallum, the former mayor, and how we handled uh, all of it in regards to building transparency, openness, and bringing the public along in regards to this journey for all residents of Surrey. There is a cost to that transition, not only in hiring people, but what they will be paying in their property taxes. I mean, it seems like the original sin, the original problem, was that Mr. McCallum and his administration did not work in an open manner uh, in regards to providing information, financial data, and just being open to criticism as well as an elected official, moving moving this whole file along. Yeah, I think the blame is largely at his feet. The challenge here, though, is he's no longer in office. He lost an election. Mm-hmm. Although Brenda Locke insists the election was about this issue, the election was not about this issue. The election was about... Doug McCallum, and do you trust him considering at the time he was facing a charge that he's now been cleared of of public mischief? Uh, But he should have been more transparent. There was very little information provided uh, to the public around the issues associated with moving police forces and especially moving staff. But you can blame him as much as you want. It's not his 
challenge to fix. I think the issue here the province is running into is there, what Minister Farnham should be saying is the council wants to move towards the Surrey RCMP. We are going to do everything possible to help them get there. But he's not saying that because he's getting pushed back from inside of caucus, because he knows there is a huge part of the population in Surrey who supports a Surrey police service. I think it's a split community between wanting the RCMP and wanting the Surrey police service. And the, the provincial government is trying to stand in the middle here somewhere. And that's a very tough balancing act. The, mm-hmm. the message should be, we will help you in Surrey stay with the RCMP, but you won't hear Minister Farnworth say that. Yeah. And I think that's where the blame is, is going to, to lie ultimately is the province's inability to express that. And frustration, you know, I spoke to Brenda Locke today, I mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things she said as well is, is the minister did not call her until after this, this press release went out. He did not have a dialogue with the mayor about it. And part of that uh, it will lead to some real strain in that relationship, especially as push comes to shove around this property tax issue. Let's go to the open line. Uh, let's go to Shannon in Langley. Hi, Shannon. Good afternoon. Going back to when uh, Doug McCallum was mayor the last time, no one's brought up the fact that his driving charge and his discussion with Fraser McRae is probably what was the, the starting point of him wanting to get rid of the RCMP. And then Brenda Locke voting blindly behind Doug McCallum on Inauguration Day to get rid of the RCMP. And now, you know, she's actually done some research, which she should have done in the first place. And now she's gone 180 degrees in the opposite direction. Shannon, thank you for your call. I guess uh, uh, Richard Shannon does bring up a very good issue. I mean, this is all politics. They were on the same party. They've uh, obviously diverged now. Uh, I guess in big decisions like the, the the core message here, from what I from what I hear is. To make this clean and transparent, they should have always had gone to either a plebiscite or a referendum and ask a clear, concise question of citizens. And that allows you, wherever way, which way you go, if they say yes, you open up the process and then you move along rather than thinking one election victory somehow means yeah. you, ha- you can go carte blanche and go in the direction you need to go. And that one election victory piece is huge, right? Because yeah. you can make promises on an election trail that, sure, can be tested by opponents or journalists. But they aren't tested by, you know, the ability of city staff to execute these things. And this promise was made, and Doug McCallum was insistent on keeping it, no matter what the long-term ramifications would be. And I think that's ultimately what it comes down to, is these things are not, we need to figure out a better way, maybe in election cycles, which are very short in this country, to test these promises so that the public can have a better understanding, or at least once somebody comes into office, they work with their city staff rather than, uh, you know, plowing it through council to actually have an evaluation of what this looks like in the long-term ramifications for a community. Yeah, and it's definitely a masterclass on how not to move a major file that will have repercussions for a very, very long time. Richard, thanks for your time. My pleasure as always. Thanks, Josh. Have a great weekend.